welcome everybody, Uncle Dad here, and this time it's actually a special episode of the Game Papas. We're live, well, live quotation marks, at California Extreme at the Santa Clara Convention Center in, uh, in Santa Clara. Uh, I'm, of course, this is not the Game Papas with Mike, it's the Game Papas with myself, and of course, the ever so handsome Retro Gaming Go Man. What's up, Thank man? you, thank you, thank you. Uh, are you excited to be here right now? I am super excited because I'm seeing some uh, arcade games. From my childhood, uh, the era that I grew up in was the arcades, and uh, I can't get away. I uh, can't get. I can't. I'm, I can't even talk. I can't even talk about. It. I'm so game. excited. I cannot wait. <laughs> Don't even fix that, baby game. Don't even fix that. <laughs> I, I cannot wait to get my hand on a steering wheel or a joystick. So let's do this. Yeah. So before we start walking around, let's quickly tie it into the show. So we first launched the show. What did we do? We talked about arcades. Ar arcades. Yeah. And now we're gonna go ahead and experience a lot of them. Uh, before we get into that, though, what is something you're actually like looking forward to seeing that we talked about in the past? Um, personally, I am looking forward to like the shooter games uh, that are here and uh, some of the old, old platform games like um, some like Rostan, you know, some of the older like Metal Slug, little platform shooters. Uh, I do see Metal Slug 5 over here, so it's really nice. And then I'm, I'm really into uh, some of the old old school pinball games too, which I see. Yeah. I see some Twilight Zone, some of the newer stuff like Guns N' Roses, yep. uh, some of the Star Wars stuff. I mean, just everything. I'm looking at a pole position right now, which I can't wait to not put my quarter into. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and one thing I want to mention is that we're going to check out Olivia's, the game that'll kill you. Yes, yes. I'm excited to check that out. I am excited to uh, check that out. I'm really excited because I'm looking at this game right here called Borderline, which I've never really heard before. Yeah. Um, I just want to know is it you know got a Madonna soundtrack to it ah good reference Mike would say that was good Mike would say that was good alright so me and the Nomad here just walking around being Nomad seeing everything uh, right now it's so much to take in it's almost a little too much to be honest with you Congo Bongo what is that yeah uh, Congo Bongo is one of uh, Sega's original arcade games you know back in 1983 I mean they had that one I think Zaxxon came out about the same time uh, we're looking at uh, R-Type, an original R-Type cabinet. And as you notice, it actually has Nintendo because they were the publisher on that thing. Now, here's the thing. Do you wish you had that? I, oh, God, <laughs> don't I? Some, Those, of them, some of these are for sale, just so you know. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder how, how much. <laughs> that one might not be for sale. So uh, right now, Mr. Nomad is kind of looking around, seeing uh, R-Type 3. What's interesting is that... Uh, you know, it's not a bad price. Uh, R-Type, original cabinet, $800. That's not a bad price. No. Yeah. That's pretty good, dude. That's pretty good. Uh, we got some more Police Trader 2. Look at this. Old school uh, Gremlin slash Sega Mooncresta. So uh, can you educate us on that? Okay, so Mooncresta is uh, essentially, um, it's, cut, it's, a, it's a Galaga clone. Uh, but think of Galaga mixed with Phoenix a little bit. Um, just straight up like, you know, shooter, uh, you're... you're you move left to right, okay. standard, and then the enemies come down at you in certain patterns, a la Galaga. Um, two cannons at one time. I believe you can upgrade to three. I may be wrong on that. Uh, but some of the patterns on the enemies come down, and they're really they're really hard to like memorize and stuff, too. Wow. You watch out here. Uh, it's going to open up, I think, if you want to give it a shot. Uh, I'm afraid. You're afraid. Now... One thing I want to mention right away is I love the wood grain look. Oh, yeah. Because they don't make those anymore like that kind of yeah. style. So let me take a photo of this. And then one thing we're going to do is we're going to take photos of all the games we check out. So let's remember we do that. Because I know I will forget. Uh, so I'm, actually, do you want to try it out? I'll try it. All right. So right now, uh, Mr. Nomad is going to try it out, play. 
Uh, what's really cool is, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, we're actually doing wireless mics now. We have lavaliers, so we can actually, he can play and talk. Isn't that crazy? Technology. Unbelievable. So it looks like he's shooting a bunch of amoebas right now. Uh, not amiibos, and I already died. <laughs> So you're not very good. That's what you're telling me. Now notice it does not have a joystick. Uh, the buttons are left and right. Uh, one left button, one right button. So why is and that? And then one fire. And the fire's uh, one at a time at first, a la um, Galaxian. So you cannot fire multiple uh, like Galaga at one time. It's single shot, kind of like a, it's, it, this is really hard. Um, we put on two players technically, so go ahead and give it a shot. All right, I guess I'll try it. Uh, while I'm playing, I'm going to have Mr. Nomad here explain what's happening. You're going to wish right away you had a joystick. I don't know, I kind of... Uh-huh. But I'm shooting two, though. You didn't shoot two. I didn't shoot two. Uh, I think they upgrade you because I suck so bad. <laughs> oh, I'm just better. Right now, Uncle Dad is killing him. Oh, he died. So, as I said that. All right. So right next to this uh, Mooncrest machine, you have Tron to the left of it, which is the original, uh, I think, it looks like the original 1980s Tron. And then next to you have, for convertible video systems, Hunchback, 1983. Uh, it looks like, kind of like a cheap Mario game, maybe. I have not played this. Uh, it's funny because it says it's uh, CBS, but it's Country Ele Century Electronics. Uh, but I think the best thing so far, uh, and hopefully you agree with me now, Matt, no quarters at all. None at all. This event is great, California Extreme. You go check it out. Uh, it's once a year, uh, usually in Santa Clara. I think always in Santa Clara. And uh, it's, you pay 50 bucks for the weekend, and you basically get, I think it's 50 bucks for Saturday. And I think it's 100 bucks for the weekend. I'll have to check on that one until later on. But. And one thing I noticed about this game, as you die and you come back, it kind of rewards you because, uh, yeah, we still have the double shot now, okay. two, two bullets at the same time, but if you notice, they're spread apart a little bit further. They are spread a little farther. So it kind of gives you a better range. It's still hard as hell, though. Can we actually really quickly talk about the inside of it? So you don't really see this in arcade games anymore, but you have the tube television, right? But inside of it, you have like this awesome, like, you're like in the cockpit, right? You see the imagery in it? Yes. I think that's awesome, man. Like, you don't get those details in arcade games. You don't. So it has the vertical screen. So imagine uh, turning your, your TV on its side. Uh, I always talk about Tate mode, so it's like Tate mode in, in Japan is what it's called. Okay. So classic arcade style, kind of like a Donkey Kong screen. But yeah, and like you're right, when you look into it, you have the plexiglass that you're looking through. The monitor's kind of tilted backwards, and then when you look around the monitor, it has all that art and stuff, kind of like you're in a spaceship. Yeah. In a, yeah, like you said, a cockpit. It's super cool. Awesome. So let's go ahead and keep it going. And of course, this is one that I grew up on, which is... Karate Champ? Karate Champ. I only played it on the NES. Okay. Doesn't give you the uh, the, the correct feel when it comes uh, to the NES version, because when you when you play Karate Champ in the arcades, you have two joysticks, uh, one on the left, one on the right. One's for movement, and depending on how you manipulate the joysticks, you can do like an upwards kick, a downward sweep, uh, roundhouse. Roundhouses are deadly, but they're hard to connect. You can also block, as you can see. And the whole idea to this game, to get better at it, is you have to memorize the different uh, combinations when it comes to the sticks. So that, again, there's no buttons involved at all. It's strictly sticks. And it's based on real karate points. Um, so like one little uh, like lung punch will give you a point. One sweep can give you a point if you knock your character down. 
But um, let me ask you this: the guy up in the upper right, there's like a little guy holding a little sensei. Sensei. Uh -huh. Is that his mouth or is that a mustache? I believe that's a mustache. Oh. And he's rocking a mullet. Uh, it's Ron Jeremy. It's right. <laughs> yeah, it's Ron Jeremy. The original Strider. Dude. All right, Tommy. Shadow Dancer. Oh wow! Oh, I actually, Phoenix. I, yeah, I actually have that marquee too. So as we wrap around, and we just walked in, mind you, we still have a whole lot to see. Uh, now we have a bunch of pinball machines. Yes. Uh, we got NBA Fast Break. We got Fishtails. Classic Elvira. Elvira's uh, House of Horrors. Oh, and the old school Elvira too. This is the new one. That's the old one. Oh yeah. Uh, so as we walk around, I mean, you just look at the vintage pinball. I mean, it's incredible. Uh, we're definitely going to take pictures of this. Now, here's where kind of, uh, here, here's where the, um, this is the one I talked about in uh, our first uh, episode of Game Poppers. We talked about the arcade, and I told you about the black and white racing game. Yes, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That we played. This is it right here. Oh, really? Um, so it's track 10, strictly black and white, and uh, it has the gear shifters, which, I'll, which I'll, I talked about on the episode. Uh, up, down, left, oh, right, wow, and right, reverse. Right, yeah. Uh, it looks like it froze up. Which it probably, which makes it, I think a lot of these games are going to freeze up, honestly. Oh man, I want to play this so bad. So what I find interesting is that on the front of the plexiglass, there's like stickers here. Why are they not like designed in it? It's kind of weird, right? Like. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Because yeah. it, it, it has the miles that you did and then uh, yeah. your time remaining, yeah. They didn't have the graphics for it back then. What is, now, what is this? Our racing Super machine. Speedway. Oh, yes, it used the full, uh, almost like a. A scroll. Uh, I think this one's not working. This one died too. Yeah. The guy was just playing it though, wasn't he? I don't know. Now, the thing about these kind of arcade machines, we're talking like what, 60s or 70s? Oh man, I don't know when this one came out. This one doesn't even have any uh, digital uh, readout. It's actually like a like a manual spot, speedometer. I don't know what these are called. I forgot what they're called. But it's like a clock on here. So sure. this one, I would assume, is in the maybe even the early 70s. Okay. So now these kind of machines, do you think they require a lot of continuous maintenance? Oh, tons of maintenance on these things. Uh, when you open these old cabinets up, these things are literally like particle board and um, they, they didn't care what it looked like inside, just strictly on the outside. Wow. So it, when you open them up, they're like spaghetti. There's wires everywhere, a lot of dust, a lot of particle board wow. just falling apart. That's it's just really basically done. Wow, that's crazy. And I bet you it was made by a bunch of smokers back then. Probably. <laughs> this might have been made by uh, Evil Knievel. You never know. <laughs> I think this one was made by Evil Knievel. Disruption Derby. I don't think any of these games work. Oh, this one works? Here we go. Is it two players? Yeah, we could, raise, we could, right. we could pop into each other. Ready? All right, here we go. We're playing Disruption Derby, which I don't know how I'm... Okay, so I'm the black one and you're the white one. But they're basically two shades of white. Yeah. Uh, are we hitting people? Yeah, so I, I just killed somebody. Do you know what this reminds me of? Uh, a very old version of Carmageddon. Did you ever play that, Carmageddon? Yes, I did, yes. Wait, am I shifting? What's shifting? One's a reverse, one's a forward. So your, 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 mean, your goal, your goal is to, is to uh, get as many people as you can before so, the time runs out. It's not even destruction derby, it's murder, murder derby. I mean, you're kind of destructing people's lives. <laughs> All right, so I could see this being pretty fun in the 70s or 60s. Oh man, I don't know when this was made, but I, I, all I know is uh, it's working Retro Gaming cool. Nomad is killing Uncle Dad right now, five to one. Yeah, so basically what he's saying is he's more of a murderer than I am, so good for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm just a better driver. <laughs> yeah, a better driver at killing people. It makes more sense. I'm literally stuck. All right, well, 
came over for me. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, does this have a date on it? Uh, if it did, it probably have it right here somewhere or probably down here, but I can't see it. Uh, I guess we can look these up. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I took a picture of this one yet. By Exidy. Which I'm sure this brand doesn't even exist anymore. Exidy. <laughs> Here's something up, uh, more up your sleeve, little Bandito. Why is it up my sleeve? It's Bandito. <laughs> oh, it's like a dial. Yeah, so I guess that's where you aim at. And then you shoot. Oh, you. Oh, look at, look at that. Oh. Little adjustment and. Yeah, take a photo of this one for you guys. What I love about these older arcade machines is they have such a fun, like, theme. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. they're just like, they feel fun, if that makes sense. And also, it's more about your imagination, right? Because you step up and you're like, yeah, I'm a cowboy. Because, yeah, you know that it obviously doesn't really look like a cowboy, but it makes you feel like you're part of a cowboy, right? Like you are a cowboy. Yeah, you gotta realize, back in these days, man, there was nothing like it. Yeah. So, a lot of it had to do with your imagination as well. So, um, right next to it is a good old Seawolf, which is a telescope. Telescopic? Telescopic subway shooting game. Well, what's interesting too is that you have the you have a screen, you have the reflective surface where the screen is projected on. Yeah. And you look through the. Let me see if I can get in there. Picture of that. And you also have to be uh, like four foot four in order to play this game. Oh, that's for kids. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is do some more looking around. We're gonna take a break, but we'll be right back after this. Or you want you want to check this one out before we go? Hey, bring it bring it up, okay? Look at Space War, man. This is one of the originals. So do you can you talk about Space War? Do you, can you tell me anything about yeah, it? Yeah. Um, I mean, this is essentially where a ton of. Uh, other arcades or other arcade makers got their ideas from was Space War. Ash, you think you know, think of stuff like asteroids, think of stuff like. Uh, right. Was this based on the radar systems or no? Not sure. Yes. So while he checks that out, uh, originally when gaming, when these kind of games first started, they used old radars, and then they would use those radars to kind of create like a game. Like I remember, like there was like a tennis one, I think. I think like another Space War type game. And the keys that you have to push for Space War, the arcade machine, is basically like little, almost like a keyboard. It's really weird. Uh, but it's a huge machine. It's all black, vector graphics. Uh, but I'm sure it's very nostalgic for some people. And it seems like Retro Gaming Nomad is loving it. All right, so me and Nomad here are gonna try a game called Fire Truck. You do not know this game, uh, but you are the caboose. I am going to be the driver. I can barely fit in this, by the way. Uh, and I think we're playing already. Right? No, I think I think you have to hit start on yours. All right, let me see. Oh, yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't think it's working. <laughs> You're not a very good caboose driver. I hope you know that. This isn't easy. I think you're playing now. All right. Oh, yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah, I got it, I got it. So right now, so for some reason, he's horrible at caboose. If we, he was a real fire truck driver, we would die. We're going very fast. All right, come on, let's go, let's go. Let's go, you got it, buddy, you got it. Oh, mama. Oh, wow. Oh, mama, oh, dude. That was you, not me. Yeah, but who put that in the row? 
The firefighters? <laughs> straighten out, straighten out. Straighten out. All right. Come on now, you got this, you got this. All right, all right, here we go. All right, all right. <laughs> I don't think you're staring. I don't know if I am. <laughs> I think you think you're playing, but you're not. Hey, I'll take that. <laughs> all right, here, I think you're in now. Press a uh, two-player start. Bottom one, bottom one. Oh. No, it's not, wait. There we go. Okay, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Try steering. All right, so now I'm really playing. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, there we go. Now we're really playing. All right, so as, and he still sucks. Well, stop getting by the edge. <laughs> I can't control it. <laughs> All right, straight out, straight out. Straight out, straight out, straight out. I can't, you're too close to the edge. All right, straight out, straight out, straight out. Look at that. <laughs> All right, all right. You're, you're not good. <laughs> oh, but he's better. Yeah, that was all you, dude. All right, well, you don't know how tight it is in here, dude. <laughs> uh, Uncle Dad cannot drive, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was your fault. That was me. <laughs> I think uh, this is why we need a video component sometimes, because this is more of a visual experience for you guys. So right now, we're playing a black and white fire truck game. And, you know, we're, oh, we got it, we got it. Straighten out, straighten out, you got it. And, you know, me and, me and uh, Nomad. Oh, that was me. Nomad over here is like, doesn't, doesn't know how to control his jump in the trunk. All right, we're gonna push him forward. I think you just keep driving until you run out of gas. And we are going to be, yeah. That's how you end it. That's it. <laughs> That's how you end it. Now, Nomad, what did you think about that game? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Love the originality. Yeah. For that time, for sure, right? It's like one of the most original games of the time. So it looks like Nomad is playing like a vector graphics-based game. I think it's called, let's see what it's called. Ast oh, it's Asteroids. I think it's Asteroids Deluxe. Yeah, okay. Now, Nomad, do you know what the difference between Deluxe is and the regular version is, or no? Of what? Asteroids? Yeah. Uh, I don't think this is Asteroids Deluxe. This is definitely more like Pong. Oh, so I, like I think they're only using the cabinet. Okay. Would you like to play? Sure. Uh, so, so essentially, you move. You're going to have to use two hands. You got you shoot the ball with this one when it's your turn. This is the serve. Okay. Let me put the mic in my pocket. All right. And we're playing here. Ready? Yeah. All right. So right now, we're right now we are playing this Pong-like game. Oh, uh, we're really not that great at it. I feel like this game is timeless. Pong is timeless. Oh yeah, it's think of it. It's virtual tennis, but 1925. Virtual tennis. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> so clearly, <laughs> Uncle Dad is not very good at blocking balls. I'm not very good either. No, but you're good at taking balls, so it's good. Oh. oh. <laughs> virtual balls. Get your head out the gutter. <laughs> Stop giving me these balls, dude. I don't, I don't Oh! <laughs> There's no borders on the top and, and bottom, so you don't know when it's going to bounce. You don't, and that's kind of a, a little bit frustrating. Oh, it's over. So let me take a picture of this. It is not Asteroid Deluxe, to be fair. All right. So let's go ahead and keep this party going. Uh, ooh, Danger Express. You ever played that? No. Neither have I. I just thought you did. <laughs> it's uh, Atari. It's catching my interest, though. So I'm gonna take a quick look at it. It's about trains. Oh look! Oh it's... look at these! Is that Brian Bosworth? <laughs> is that Bruce Willis and Stallone? No. Is that that does look like uh, 
What? Oh man, what's this thing? Uh, Bill Paxton? Is that Bill Paxton? It's not Bill Paxton. It might be. Oh my god, what is this game? Oh, it's all digitized. So think of Pit Fighter, but it's a uh, um, Pit Fighter. You're going, you're going down a. Uh, you're gonna try it with. Me. All right. Who we got? We got Fire Punch. Fire and Punch. And dick. Oh, done. <laughs> okay. Your mission. Should we decide? To... Okay. <laughs> It's a guy massaging a snake. That is not a joke. Or whatever his name is, Mr. Big. Okay, so we're going forward. Going forward. It's kind of like a contra. So you got to line up the bad guys. Ooh. No, so think of Pit Fighter, but you're going down a corridor, and it's as good as. My, my yes. joystick doesn't work very well, so I can't even get straight. Old, old classic, my joystick doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't work that oh, well. Oh, the old. Yeah, everything's digitized. Uh, not very good motion. Not at all. These guys, uh... I'm throwing... I just threw a Hadouken. Look at that. I'm shooting fireballs. <laughs> Hadouken! Watch out. Ooh. Oh, okay, I'm out of bullets. He fell down with his... Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, so apparently you can get, you can get, you can die just from getting hit with a trash can, but I can take a bullet. And that's it. I want to take a picture of this real fast. Oh, for real. That does kind of look like Bill Paxton. It does look it's like, like Bill Paxton. It's like Bill Paxton and Bruce Willis had a child. Yeah, and that looks like, what's the name from Karate Kid? <laughs> oh, we just, okay, we're already on level two. So is this a game you would have played in the arcade as a kid? Uh, maybe not. Maybe. We're holding chainsaws. Or no, you're holding a chainsaw, I'm holding nunchucks. You're holding chainsaws, but you're like swiping the chainsaw, which I don't understand. Okay, now my cha oh, now my whoa, now your chainsaw has electricity in it. Oh my God, it's annihilation. Oh, I just Wait. fell. We both fell. What? Do you, you jump? Oh, right here. Start jump. Whoa! I still fell. So now I'm throwing the. I'm going. You can throw electronic kadukins right now. Electronic kadukins out of your chainsaw. This is insane. I don't think I've ever played a game like this. Thank oh. God. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, you know, what, you know what game I hope we see is, uh, was it Time Killers? Remember that one? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> oh, you can do, do super move right at the beginning yeah. in the guy's career. Okay, so it gives you, so there's like pillars that come by and you have to duck so you don't. Uh, oh, that's what it. that was? Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, well, that was garbage. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> And we all have to start somewhere in gaming, you know? And one of them is, of course, Missile Command. And you know, I actually hate that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got your classic Super Street Fighter, but, you, you know, you see that all the time. Yeah. Uh, an actual arcade stand-up version of Tetris. And Arch, Arch Rivals. You never see that. Yeah, and Arch Rivals, what was cool about Arch Rivals is that it had localized, um, it had a localized, like, um, uh, modification that you could do. I remember this uh, in the town that I grew up in where they would have the high school uh, high school mascots and stuff inside the game. So it would be like, say, say like a St. Mary's High School against uh, like Thomas Edison High School. And uh, you can you can switch the names and everything That's in, pretty in cool. there, which was pretty cool. Uh, there's something you don't see every day. Old school Robotron. Robotron. Again, no buttons, yeah, the just, sticks. Just the sticks, yeah. Wow. I've always loved the sound effects yes. from Robotron too. I think they, to this day, have some of the best. Oh, wait, look at this. Oh, why you take a picture of that? There's like, there like mini consoles over here. Mini MK2. So I don't know if these are one-ups, but uh, they're... Oh, it's Small Change Arcade. Looks like it's a way to make some... Uh, 
money from your charity. That's pretty cool. Very similar to like, very similar to a arcade one-up almost. So, Uncle Dad's gonna take a picture here. No matter, what are you checking out right now? Uh, I was trying to, trying to play a broken game. Battle Zone, old classic tank yes. destroyer. Yeah, so these mini arcade systems, these are not one-ups. No, so they're actually part of a charity organization. It's a charity organization called Small Change Arcade, and these things are super tiny. Now, I feel like you would not want to play on that because your big, well, your big ass hands. If it's for little tiny kids, nothing, oh, yeah. nothing, you know, nothing says introducing them to video games like Mortal oh, Kombat 2. That's you know true. what I mean? Let's, yeah, ta I mean, let's take somebody's head off. Yeah, or NBA Jam. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I like the stained glass on the marquee. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So now we're getting into the Stern. So actually, just so you know, they're holding this, the Stern Pinball Championships here. Oh, okay. And so these are actually, I believe, all the machines in the competition. Uh, there's, a, there's a little board over there. We'll take a picture that has all that. But these are all the newest machines they have from Stern. So we'll be sure to take photos of that. Uh, but we're going to look around some more and we'll come right back. Uh, I, you know what? It has been so much already. It's like a lot to take in. Uncle Dad and Mr. Nomad here. Hey, we just got done having some food. We need to, we need to rejuvenate because I'll just say this. Nomad is basically frothing out the mouth everywhere we go. Frothing out the mouth of what? Everywhere we went in that place, you're frothing out the mouth. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. Thank you. Uh, it's just too much. It's a lot. Right? It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming um, for sure. Yeah. But not just because they have the old video game, uh, arcade units right it's how great condition they're in mm. <laughs> most of them yes, yes yes i mean but we're talking about stuff that goes back to like the early 70s and right. it's playable you know yeah. you just don't see stuff like that usually when you see stuff like that it's got cobwebs usually a crackhead leaning up against it or something like that <laughs> this it's it's very impressive very impressive and i love the vetrix vetric graphics of some of these stuff kind of it's just very nostalgic does the Vetric, uh, I mean, when you were going to arcade games as a, as a kid, arcades as a kid, did you play a lot of Vetric stuff? Or a lot it? of Vetric stuff, yeah, because you had, I mean, pong, uh, you had, like the Pong stuff, of course. Um, what's another one? Um, uh, Star Castle is one of my all-time favorite style. Uh, that was one of the reasons why I got an actual Vetrix um, arcade system at home, well, or, or, or a home arcade system. Home console, I should say. Right. Um, but yeah, that and the uh, Asteroids, the original Asteroids is, is a Vetrix uh, graphics. And that's just Robotron. I mean, stuff like that. It's just, it's so nostalgic. And and why, I mean, they got away from that. Obviously, with, you know, better graphics and polygons come along. Thanks. Um, so that stuff's going to change up. But that is like nostalgia at its at its best right there. I think the next thing I'm excited to see is uh, I want to do some tabletop games. Not tabletop, but the, what are they called? Bar, 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 bar? Uh, bar top games? Yeah. Because there's one specific one that I love. I think it's called Crystal Castles. Oh, yeah. I love that game. Yeah, Crystal Castles uh, awesome. And hopefully we can play it so we can talk about it because I, I was a big fan of that game. So as we uh, wrap up our little lunch here, dinner, whatever you want to call it, uh, we're going to go back on the floor. We still have, I really think we only saw like a quarter of the floor. So we still have a whole bunch of it. Remember, if you ever want to participate in this, all you got to do is go to CaliforniaExtreme.org. Uh, again, once a year, it's totally worth it. If you're a fan of any sort of gaming experience, I definitely recommend it. All right, so right now you can hear the sound of uh, Mr. Nomad playing. 
I think Asteroids. Asteroids 2? No, 1. 1. And your man here, Uncle Dad, is trying to play one of his favorites, Crystal Castles. Not to be confused with the band. So Crystal Castles, you play, a, I think, a bear looking for little little red balls of whatever. And you got to catch all the balls. Story of my life. And uh, that's it. <laughs> it's very Pac-Man-like. Uh, but it's a fun game. It gets crazy. Uh, it has like a 3D-ish perspective. Cool ideas for some enemies. Like right now, you've got these trees, which are probably Trent's. Uh, it uses a rollerball to play. I think the rollerball is like one of the most fun ways to play an arcade game. I don't know why that is, but I really enjoy it. Oh, uh, no. It sounds like Mr. Nomad. Mr. Nomad, tell us about Asteroids you play real quick. I just got my ass kicked. Okay. Well, I guess they call it Asteroids. <laughs> <laughs> asteroids, um, I love... One thing I really love about, other than the vector, uh, vector, vector graphics, is the... Um, just that that theme that they have going just that dun 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 like jaws almost yeah and oh, it yeah. starts getting faster and faster and faster what I like about uh, magic crystals or sorry crystal castle is that you get this little witch hat and when you get that witch hat it makes you like in invincible for a little bit I love the enemy design because you have like these funky skulls these cactuses like such cool original enemy design at the time but Crystal Castles Arcade, uh, I definitely recommend it if you have not ever played that before. Uh, if you haven't played it before, I'm sure you, I, I think it's, it's actually made by Atari. I'm sure you can find a version of it to download, but definitely check it out. I'll definitely send a picture of it. And uh, yeah, let's get back. I mean, oh, one thing I forgot to mention is that we're both playing uh, Bar Top Arcades. Uh, so if you don't know what a Bar Top Arcade is, basically what that would be is something that you would, you would literally play it at a bar put your drink on it and play a game and just keep spending money on the game. All right, so tell me what you're playing right now. I am playing, oh, a uh, vector graphic style game called Star Castle. Now this is a, an all time classic, very simple gameplay, kind of like uh, Asteroids, except you have like this, oh my God, you have like this uh, big ship in the middle that you have to destroy. Now there are no colors to this. As you can see, the screen has like these uh, fi these like film filters on it to make it look red, blue, and yellow, and whatnot. And the shield around them starts to regenerate after time. When you get close to the inner circle, this guy will shoot out a uh, a blast that comes directly at you. So you got to keep on the move now. You told me a good story about this. Yeah, so me and my friend uh, Anthony, uh, we call him Bubba. Oh, shout out to Bubba. We would uh, we would play this game, uh, a single player mode, but with two people. So uh, basically, he would be the right and left direction, and I would be the thrust and fire. As you are. <laughs> Boom! I just got him. Wow. And so. That was the way we ended up playing it at a little place called Eddie's Pizza Arcade. That's the piece. No, no, that's not right. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah, once people started watching us play it like this, they started playing it. So it kind of started a trend. So you guys are basically cheating. I wouldn't say cheating <laughs> because nowhere on here does it say you can't do that. <laughs> I mean, 
as well as uh, as my friend would say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So <laughs> I've heard that a few times. Yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, Nomad has talked about this quite a few times. Uh, Starcrest. Yeah. This is. And, and I think you mentioned it on the first episode too. I think you did. I did. Yeah. Uh, and the this, fact this that is, we're playing it's great. Yep. And this is the reason why I got a Vetrex uh, console at home because of this game. You know, I, I really. Oh no. Oh, two shifts left. Two shifts left. Now I'm not going to sit here and record this whole entire thing. But watching Mr. Nomad play it, it's pretty beautiful. Beautiful game. I'm sure you can probably find a, a, uh, a emulator version of it. So you can check it out. Check it out, or buy yourself a Vetrix. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just purchase this uh, arcade unit for 750 bucks, which is basically free. Which is basically <laughs> free, as from a guy told us a little while ago. Yes. Basically free. So check it out. And uh, Star Castle, it's pretty good. Okay, so here's one uh, that I kind of talked about a little bit in the first episode. Um, uh, this game's called uh, F355 Challenge. Uh, Sega made it, of course, with the developer of this game is uh, Yu Suzuki, who's most famous for Shenmue series, Virtual Fighter, Hang On, um, Afterburner, and whatnot. So this game uses uh, multi-screen technology in the front. So we have, we'll uh, set up pictures for this, but uh, you basically are looking at three separate monitors. Um, one obviously middle, one slanted slightly to the left, slightly to the right, which gives you the, you know, the, the illusion of you're in the car. So it's a huge cabinet, uh, very, very impressive. Uh, there, there was also a flight simulator game that he made as well. Um, but what's crazy about this is this game actually used real tracks in real life. Uh, down to a T, so modeled after each and every track, and it so detailed that there were actually professional racers that either played on this or bought this unit themselves so they can practice on the course because it was so detailed. Um, to get all the braking down and the and the racing, I mean the uh, steering down and oversteering, and, and you know obviously there's a little bit of drifting involved. But uh, Yu Suzuki is a huge, huge um, Ferrari fan. Uh, and this was like homage to uh, to his own car at home. Uh, graphics look a little dated right now, but you could tell the simulation aspect is still there. For sure. Very, so, very impressive. What's interesting too is that if you think about it, this kind of sets up the future of the of the, pot, of the car racing simulator, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because now like professional racers, so we did the Series GT Challenge uh, interview series, and they were talking that they had stuff like this, but without this, the, those don't exist, right? Right. Yeah. And if you, you can see as well, it has the uh, the H shifter, full H shifter, uh, uh, and you have the F1 uh, shifting on the steering wheel as well. That's incredible. Very impressive. Yeah, I, I really dig. Uh, do you think now this is this uh, licensed by Ferrari too? Oh, it has to be. Oh, it has to be. They just can't slap it on. Yeah, they can't. Well, back in the day, I don't know. Oh yeah, you, you're, you're probably right, but I'm, I'm sure it is. Okay. It is available for Dreamcast as well. The Dreamcast version is actually very, very uh, well done. Really. And you can um, system link it, so you can have two copies of Ferrari 355 Challenge. Of course, two televisions or monitors, whatever you want to do, uh, two systems, and then there's a link cable for the Dreamcast. You can hook up two systems, a la like Virtual On. You could do that. There's yeah, a right, right. game called Aero Dancing. We talked about that too. That's right. Yeah. Aero Dancing Eye. But yeah, yeah, Ferrari, you could do that and race each other. Wow. Uh, very, very impressive. That's awesome. Thank you for all that information. So yeah, this man. is why he's here. He's here for that. <laughs> dude, look, dude, because you, oh. you can turn off the ABS, and make it as simulated as you want. I mean, who drives without ABS in normal cars, though? Huh? Who drives without ABS in normal cars? Me. Oh, okay, ABS. You little savage. Excuse us. <laughs> All right, so we're about to play a pinball game, which I'd never seen before. So a lot of people are very familiar with the movie The Matrix. Well, this was The Matrix. 
before the Matrix. And it starred the same guy. I don't know if I agree with that, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's called Johnny Mnemonic. So look, looking in, in, uh, initially at this pinball setup, this thing is bright as hell. Uh, it's gonna probably cost you uh, 30 bucks every minute to run this on your electricity or uh, 3.52 gigawatts. Let's, Giga give it, gigawatts. let's give it a shot. So Johnny Mnemonic, I remember watching this movie as a child. I was always like, dude, this looks insane. And I don't remember anything about it as a kid. I don't remember it being like The Matrix, but if you say so. It's about as close as you can get to it. At the time, I guess. <laughs> What's also interesting, too, about this movie is that uh, if you have this arcade machine, or pinball machine, it doesn't really look like Keanu Reeves on the picture. Did you notice that? It's like, <laughs> it's like a knockoff version of him. <laughs> it looks like a Peter Dinklage also on there as well. I know it's not, but it definitely looks like him on there. It's so funny to see that because you don't... Yeah, you definitely don't see arcade machines like this anymore. I feel like yeah, I, is that is that Eric Robbins did? <laughs> Eric Robbins? Eric Robert, Roberts. Robert, Robert. I was like, Eric Roberts? <laughs> Eric Roberts. That also looks like a mini iced tea. You look to the right. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, the design of the, the machine is great. This is done by Williams. Uh, old school. It's 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 so it's classic 90s. We did learn that Mr. Nomad is not very good at, at pinball games. I used to be really good. Well, not anymore. <laughs> I used to be good at a lot of things, but not anymore. <laughs> so now, did you like this movie? Um, it's one of those movies that are so terrible they're good. <laughs> they're so terrible. They're good. I mean, I I, I remember liking it, but I don't remember anything about it. So maybe I gotta rewatch it. But yeah, so we're talking about pinball games right now. Uh, we're gonna dive in some more about that a little later. Oh, and what's that? What's happening right now? What's happening? Tell me. I don't know. Oh, I get to move the hand. You just enter cyberspace, bro. I gotta move the hand right here. Oh with a, shit! And I get and there, there it is, right there. Wow. And I'm gonna lower the hand. Wow. And I just dropped the ball. As he always does. Oh. So next to Johnny Mnemonic, Johnny Mnemonic, you have Star Wars Episode One, Theater of Magic, which is my ball. Oh, I got two balls going. Which is an absolute classic. You also got Star Trek, which is another classic game. And of course, the machine, right of the pinball. I played that a lot as a kid. So we're gonna look around, see what's going on, and I'll be right back after this. All right, so I've been challenged to super sprint. Um, I am the yellow car, you are the green car. Pick a track, sir. I play this a lot at Chuck E. Cheese. You play this on a lot of Chuck E. Cheese? A lot of Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, shit. So he cheated, so that's okay. How did I cheat? You started before I could even get a chance to go. What are you talking about? So I mean, it, it has a countdown, three, two, one. I was looking at you, you know that. <laughs> so you could probably explain this game better. Explain what the Super Sprint is. It's a pretty legendary game, I would Pretty say. legendary game. Top, top down, racer, you got steering wheels and a gas pedal, and you literally just turn. But it works so well. It does. The physics on there are really good. You do, you Simple, do, easy racing. You do crash a lot, though. Well, you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to lap you, bro. Are you the blue car? Yeah. Although you're a green car. <laughs> All right, well, I yeah, hate you're not good. I hate this game. You're not very good. <laughs> I hate this game. So really quickly, let's kind of talk about the merchants here. Yeah. Uh, if you see over here, it's interesting. There's like a vibe for, for merchants here. It's like uh, vintage, but not necessarily arcade. Does that make sense? No? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, because I think the whole arcade aspect is the arcade units themselves. And some of them are for sale. Yeah. But I am looking at like this old school pachinko machine back there. 
Oh yeah, wow, twelve hundred dollars. Nice and lit up. Uh, for only twelve hundred dollars, it's yours. So you should buy it. Uh, no, you're the ultimate gamer, not me. <laughs> I do love the. I've always loved the retro like horror stuff. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, you know, we just had Ben Cooper on the show. Do you remember Ben Cooper? Yes. Now let me ask you a question that I asked Mike. Did you have a Ben Cooper costume, and were you embarrassed to wear it? Yes, yes. So it's funny because <laughs> now it's like they're cool. Yeah, and yeah. Like you know, back in the day, you were kind of like, "Oh, he's the poor kid." Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. <In> some <laughs> but you know. All right. So now we're checking out. It looks like a pretty vintage game. Uh, it looks like this is the. It's got to be from the '60s. Uh, the Shoot the Bear by Seaberg. Uh, it is mix of game and practical props. Would you agree with that? Like, yeah, it's so it's like a, a mechanical arcade unit. So you literally have this bear that's on a track that goes around mechanically, and he has these light sensors on his body, uh, one on both left and right side, and then one on his belly. So while he goes around the track and he's chasing this rabbit with a carrot, um, your job is to shoot him, and then when you shoot him on the side, he stands up, pivots with his belly towards you, and you got to try to hit his belly. You do that consecutive times, and you start getting scored. I think you hit up to 19, you get expert. I think 20. Is it 20? Is 20 is that expert, shot. 15, yeah. I think the sharpshooter, right? Yeah. So the question is, now you just played that 19. Will Nomad get 19 or better? Probably not. All right. Oh, dead shot one, dead shot two, three. Oh, missed two shots, he missed two shots. Comes around again with the with a side shot, belly shot, side shot, belly shot. <laughs> oh my god, he broke him in half. He's out of shots. Guess what? He didn't even score above 10. Oh no, he's coming up now with an 8, a 9, a 10, 11. Are you out of shots, sir? You get 20 shots. Oh, you only get 20? Yeah. Oh, well, I got 11. So he didn't even get ranked. <laughs> How did that feel? Um, unbearable. <laughs> classic, classic. I love stuff like that, though, man. Yeah, they don't make games like that no more. Like that sense of like just practical, mechanical. Mechanical, I guess, is the word, right? So we go from something as as, as uh, archaic and a relic, such as Shoot the Bear by Seberg, and then over here to the right, we look and we got Silent Scope EX, which I know, yeah. Uncle Dad. Is one of your favorite arcade games. Are we going to give that one a shot? Maybe. This is also the pandemic, and I don't know if I want to put my eye on something. No, okay. <laughs> a different world now. It has a special place in my heart. But... Although you have been touching the the joysticks and buttons of everything today. Yeah, and I have. I, I can't put. I can't put uh, hands and on my eye. <laughs> this guy's always trying to make me do something, just like Mike. Always trying to push my buttons. <laughs> Uh, as we look at some great uh, arcade art, we got uh, some Capcom stuff, Street Fighter. Uh, love it. We have some Shinobi, Golden Axe, Raiden. Yeah. Uh, Magic Sword. Oh, excuse me. You're fine. We got Tekken. I, this place pretty much has all the best arcade art. Come look at a couple things like that. Shinobi. We're just going to record this. Uh, so that's 90 for the set. It's all original. NOS. Uh, Individuals are 45. Do you have anything for NARC? No. No, not, not here. 
all my all my narc arts peeled off, man. So yeah, look at you. Thank you, though. Here's a question, though: Are you a narc? Are you a knock? Are you a knock? Nah, I'm not a knock. <laughs> uh, Ninja Turtles machine, Silent Scope EX. Now, what's great about Silent Scope is that it was just so game changing at the time. I think. What was the response for you when you first saw Silent Scope? Uh, when I saw the individual units, I thought it was I thought it was really cool. But when I saw it linked up to another one and you can face off, yeah, that's one awesome, one, right? Incredible. Yeah. And they brought this to only the original Xbox, correct? Uh, no, there. Well, there was Silent Scope. Uh, I know Silent Scope came to Dreamcast as well, but you just you couldn't really capture that at home, you know, because you didn't have the whole the whole part of it is the rifle and looking through the scope itself. Where at the home console, I believe you had to hit a button to zoom in and whatever. Oh, and it just gotcha. didn't, it didn't give it the right feel. This is some stuff you can't you can't replicate at home. Yeah. Like like shoot the bear. You can't replicate that at home. Or you could just go hunting. You get oh, hey. <laughs> I'm an animal lover here, bro. You love bears too? Not Chicago bears. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he actually loves the Saints. And then over here, <laughs> no, I, no, I don't. I don't. <laughs> and then over here we have the replicas uh, by was it Numskull? Replicate does does these. I have a couple of these myself. Uh, the one quarter scale. Here they're showing Dragon's Lair, Asteroids, the Cubert that just came out, and uh, of course Centipede. Centipedes, I got this one at home. But they also have the uh, change, change machines and whatnot. Uh, they're down, they're, uh, replicated down to the T. I mean, even if you look at the back of the console, it even has the ventilation units, the power button uh, to, to put coins in it. You actually hit the 25 cent little uh, light up little coin slots. Very impressive. Very, very impressive. And they come at a price of 200, 300, 400, tempted, or 400. Yeah, if you pre-order them though through um, on their on their website, you can usually get them for about 150 bucks a pop. Gotcha. Yeah, so they just stopped making them. Man. So this is aftermarket. But they go quick. Yeah, like the Dragon Slayer one, that was a fan favorite. So that one, if you didn't pre-order it, you probably didn't get it. I know people that did pre-order it and still didn't get a uh, version of it. But as you can see, it's highly sought after. They're, they're already selling this thing for 400. Things barely a year old. So I gotta point something out really fast. I've never seen this before. A mini television that plays real episodes of the original Batman with a real working remote. Can you take a picture of that, sir? Yeah. I've never seen that before. Is that, what do you think of that? <laughs> uh, I think if you're a Batman fan, this is a must have. Oh, comic book fan. But it's it's only clips. It's not the full show. You think it should have like a whole? You could probably could fit an entire season of that in that little device. I Holy shnikes, Batman! Oh, we're looking at some pinball accessories, I think. Yep, the pinball and uh, arcade machine accessories. Of course, got the old school NBA Jam Tournament Edition. You can never go wrong with that one. I have it. Guitar Hero Arcade. That's the first time I've seen that actually. You've never seen the arcade? Not the arcade. Wow. And one of my favorites growing up, Elevator Action. God, I hate that game. And Crazy Climber, for that matter. Crazy Climber's cool, but I hate it. Why, why did you not like Ele Why? You just not weren't good enough? Well, I had it on the NES and I hated it. <laughs> While he does that, I'm going to quickly check this ticket, uh, ticket tactile. I think it's interesting that they have ticket games here, because you can't win tickets, so it's kind of odd to me. Basically, you're gonna push the start button. It's like a pinball machine, and then you play to win tickets. 
I remember playing this a lot as a kid. I think it was at Naughty Nick's Stats of California. Honestly, one of the best places of my childhood. No way. What? Couldn't play that. Why? Because you have to rotate it, and then you have to hit the button, then you got to rotate it, and you hit it now. Okay. Uh, this is a kangaroo game, or sorry, armadillo game, armadillo racing. Japan. I think it's interesting, I was saying, it's interesting that there's, uh, that there's ticket games here. Because you yeah. can't win tickets. <laughs> so, as you walk around again... I gotta take a picture of this uh, original Golden Axe cabinet. I thought Golden Axe cabinet had a bunch of uh, designs on the side. Do you know Golden Axe 2 was a home console exclusive? I did not know that actually, wow. We got Wacko. And one of the crazier cabinets we've seen today, Wacko. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's tilted. Can you explain what you see? Yeah, so basically it's a, it's a blue and black standard arcade machine. But what makes it unique is that it's on a slant. So everything, the screen is centered, everything's where it should be, but the actual controls are slanted. Now, I, I thought it was maybe broken, but no, it's supposed to be like that, right? No, that's... That's the design? That's the design, that's the way it is. That's interesting. This is by Bali and Midway. Looks like a little alien shooter. And what's interesting, speaking of a classic of ours, Tapper was on the first episode. And this is the one with Budweiser, with a little Budweiser tap. Yeah, with the Budweiser tap handles, uh, which is impressive. Not the original Budweiser tap handles. Those were a lot bigger. Right, right. But uh, these are, you know, uh, probably replaced. They still say Budweiser on it, but they're probably replaced because, who knows, people are probably still in the original one. Oh, sure, sure. And also, too, it's probably a lot to replace it. Uh, what I find kind of crazy in the world of arcade games is that you just have so many different experiences in the world of arcades. And one of those experiences we have are racing games, and we haven't really talked about that other than the simulation one. But there's one that's catching my interest I wanted to talk to you about called Emergency Gone. Have you ever played that? No. Check this way. So, the gentleman's already playing it, but you play an ambulance. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm familiar with this. I've never played it, but it basically uses the crazy taxi engine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, was, I was curious if you knew that, yeah. Very similar, but it never came to Dreamcast, right? No, they never released this on DC. And honestly, I think if it would have, it probably would have been a hit. Maybe. No, you know, I, I don't know, because I think people would try to compare it to Crazy Taxi. And if you're a big Crazy Taxi fan and you wanted that speed, you obviously did not get it with this game. It used more of a simulation, so it, sure, sure. It, you had to, you, you had to um, gradually speed up, whereas Crazy Taxi, especially if you knew the trick about the alternating the gas and the brake, you could just like jet really fast. Right. I'm not sure if that if that would hit it unless we give it a shot and it does work. Who knows? We're gonna watch a, a young person have it. <laughs> uh, but in the world of arcade games, right? What do you think about these like, Tokyo Drifts and these Need for Speeds? What do you think about them? I don't really play them too much. Um, I think the last like true racing games I played in the arcade were uh, Star Wars Racer and then Initial D. Um, and those are fun. When, it, when they started doing the Cruising USA and then eventually, you know, uh, these Need for Speeds in the arcades, I just, I don't know if I would play that in the arcade when I have this at home. You know, sure. it, it doesn't give, you know, just the fact that it has a steering wheel and whatnot doesn't really give me the arcade feel to it. Um, I don't know. I think it has to be a little more uh, intuitive. Like, 
355 Challenge, or like when Cruising USA first came out, it was like something completely new. Right. Virtual racing. These, they just seem like home versions, I mean, arcade versions of the home, um, the home copies. So I just, it, it doesn't really appeal to me too much. Which is crazy that you say that because you have a, a lot of home games going into the arcade now. Yeah. Halo just did that, you know. It's, uh, it's interesting that that's becoming a trend now. What I think is the trend, go ahead, sir. Uh, well, if they're different, I think it makes sense. Like the Mario Karts. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Just gonna say Completely that. different from the home console. You know what I mean? Like, it works very well. And it works. This, I don't know. It just seems the same. Yeah. Well, let's keep on trucking. Right. You know what I've noticed, uh, Nomad, is that there's really not a lot of shooters. Like uh, lightning shooters. Oh, there is. When oh. we first walked in. Well, let's go take a look. <laughs> you missed them all. So as you walk around, excuse me. So the interesting thing about this event, this event stays open until 2 a.m. on Saturday. Imagine being here at one in the morning displaying our games. So you've Terminator Salvation. Yeah. Oh, I guess there is a few here. Your Judgment Day, Area 51, Trophy Hunter. Yeah, but we're, miss, we're missing some good ones though. Police Trainer. Yeah, but there's you know there's better ones that need to be here. Ask the Dead. Uh. What's another great one? Oh, Carnival I love. Carnival, yeah. You can hear all that. It's just so much excitement. Could I interest you in a good old-fashioned uh, game of Pong? Spaceball, you mean? Computer spaceball. Whatever. <laughs> uh, you can. I just got to adjust my hand here. Okay. Oh, it's just pretty good. All right, so we're playing Pong. We kind of played this already, but I know this is like a more of an older one. This is why I don't play Pong, dude. You're, you're, uh, you're not good. <laughs> okay. Wow. I'm walking away from that one. So, oh, I want to play this so bad. Yeah, he's upset that he can't play Trek 10. I don't think, do we really take a look over there on that side? Not really. Because we had lunch before we went to that side. Yeah, okay, let's go. Let's go check that side out. So we're going to check out the side where Stern Pinball is hosting the, uh, Certain pinball championships. I'm gonna take a picture of these uh, classic arcade games. Yes, please do. Yeah, these are all the classic, probably from the 60s and 50s. They look pretty sweet. All by William. No, you could Ball, Bolly. All right, so we are going to check out uh, Magical Truck Adventure, which I don't know if you ever played this before, sir. I've never played this before. Sorry, but I'm reading how to play. We pump up and down to keep going, and I guess we got to do in succession. Yes, like you would a uh, minecart, I guess. Break? Yeah, and then um, this is your break. No, that's to dodge. Oh, to tilt the left or yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna try it. I'm left. He's right. All right. Let's see what happens. Are you ready, sir? No. Are right, you gonna go up? I'll be down. All right. Too much speed. Too much speed. Try to keep it at that low red. So we're trying to pump it up together. This looks really silly. Get ready to go left. Oh, too early. Too early. Too early. Oh, yeah. We have to jump. We have to jump. Okay. Pump, pump, pump it up. Oh. oh, you were late on that one. So we jump together. Dodge, dodge. You, you, you. Okay. Me. Ooh, 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 ooh. It probably sounds really weird. <laughs> All right, we got a train pump coming it, Pump 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 it, Oh my god, this is like a workout. <laughs> I'm too fat for this. <laughs> Just like that guy. 
So what's interesting about this is we just have your set element. Oh, you're late, dude. You're, I'm not. There we go. <laughs> jump. Okay. So you have to hit the pedals at the same time to jump, and we're gonna do that right now. But we're not very, we're barely moving. And jump. There you go. And jump. And jump. You can't catch up. Story of my life. <laughs> Done. That was such a workout. <laughs> I think I blew. I think I tore my meniscus. <laughs> Check this shooter out. <laughs> so Far Cry has a shooter game for some reason. Uh, it's kind of funny, right? It's a Far Cry shooter where you sit down. <laughs> it's interesting. It's got a little rods too for your feet, so you oh, can yeah. straddle. <laughs> yeah. Hydro Thunder, American classic. Classic. Yeah, absolutely. Over here, sir, we have retro video games. Oh, uh, they're sweet. Yeah, take take a look. Tell me about tell me some history. See, it's just something that uh, tickles my fancy. I mean, you might own most of this. So right now we've got some Famicom games. Yep. Which we have we talked about the Famicom? No, right? Hey. Let me take some photos there, buddy. So what's interesting is uh, this is an awesome table with a bunch of different games. Uh, we got some great hits here, I think. Yoshi's Store Island. Yoshi's Island. Well, uh, Super Famicom. Super Famicom. Basically the Japanese version. Look at that. Neo Geo. Uh, World Heroes. Which is for, can you say what that's for again? Yeah, so this is for the uh, MBS arcade unit. Um, Multi-video slot uh, arcade unit. So you would, you would see the Neo Geo, the SNK, Neo Geo systems in arcades. A lot of times they would have like two games. Sometimes they would have up to four, and you would slide these in the slot and basically play them in the arcade. You could swap them out. But you can also get an adapter and play these on the AES uh, system if you have the home console, and they play identical. Look at that. We got some other PS2 games here. Twisted Metal Online, I remember buying that day one and never played it. Bully, great classic. Brian Lovato. Fantavision, which is one of my first PS2 games I own. Uh, Phantom, great, great, great game. I, I think with the PS2, there's so many, there's such a great area of gaming. RPGs, you name it, everywhere. We have a really cool Diablo set here. It's a glasses set. Nice Super Mario cereal. Nice little shout out here. We got the SAC Gamers Expo coming up December 17th through 18th, 2022. Located at 6151 H Street, Sacramento. Check it out. So that's funny. Let me take a picture of that. Or take a picture of me holding that. Unless you want to be in the picture. Oh, be over here so you see shit. Yo, know it. Oh, cool spot too. Oh, yes. Oh, I got the glare. <laughs> we just we just did an episode on that about the the crazy um, mascot. Games. Oh, sorry about that. You know, there's a cool spot goes to Hollywood too. Oh yeah. X Men, X Men Two, nice. Well, yeah, if you could translate them. So, so Saga Frontier, good one. Metal Gear Solid, of course, classic. You know, my stance on Metal Gear has changed a lot through over the years. I used to love Metal Gear, and now it's like, meh. Crazy, right? <laughs> That's a D, right? Just regular D? Yeah, D. Japanese Sega Saturn. There's some really good stuff on this table. I definitely think uh, coming to these 
coming to the arcade expo isn't just necessarily about just playing arcade games. It's just really about exploring the world of video games. They even have a whole entire room dedicated to console gaming, which is great. I don't know if we'll check that out today, but we're definitely here for the arcades. What I'm really excited about is a bunch of racing games and Japanese different games here. We got the new additional D hanging out over here. It looks amazing. Lupin the Third has an arcade fighting game. That's amazing too. Little mini Pac-Man, Pac-Man Mega Mix. And there's just so many, and it's also crazy to me like how many versions of Pac-Man exist. I'm literally looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten different versions of Pac-Man arcade machines. Insane how much that game will always live on. Uh, we played some Japanese rhythm games. We saw Denshin Go, which is a similar setup to what uh, Nomad was talking about about F355. We had the, the game we talked about, about where you flip the table. Our boy here didn't do it, but he saw how it works. And it's just crazy how much goes into detail to make these games, especially very, being unique as they are. And it's all a Japanese section, bunch of rhythm games, and we're gonna go back this way and check out something. Nomad saw, I don't know what that is. Oh, so he was checking back the table game again. So the table game is interesting. So basically you play somebody who's very angry, you pump it up, and then you flip the table, and that's it. And then you cause damage, and then you go from there. It is quite the interesting thing, for sure. Uh, I think Nomad's gonna try to do it, and then we'll be right back up with this. All right, we're here at the very end of the day, at least day one, which is the only day we'll be at, but that's okay. I've had a great time with my pal, Mr. Nomad. Nomad, your first time here. Talk about your highs. <clears throat> my highs was the whole experience. Uh, it took me back to you know my childhood, uh, early arcade days where you had the you know the old man kind of in the corner like you know in his late forties, early fifties selling drugs, <laughs> and then uh, no, but uh, it, all honesty, it, it really took me back. Um, I haven't played some of these games since I was a young lad. Um, a lot of these games, you know, early eighties. Uh, mid 80s and I haven't seen them since and the condition that they were in most of them were playable there were a couple that bummed me out because they they stopped working but it's kind of be expected stuff you know technology but uh it was awesome man uh, what were some of the lows uh those games not working <laughs> uh specifically the one racing game that I w talked about was one of my favorites that only cost a dime at the local um uh corner liquor store if you will growing yeah. up uh had the eight shifter you know first second third drive and reverse top-down racer the the basically the the prequel or um, the inspiration for the um, off-road games uh, and and you know the uh, the rally games yeah. uh, championship right uh, uh, super sprint championship super sprint that not working um i love seeing tapper yeah the budweiser and it had the budweiser symbol on there i haven't seen that in a while everything changed the root beer tapper because yeah. everybody's so sensitive now but, um, <laughs> you know, they didn't have the original Budweiser taps on there. It was kind of bummer not to see. Um, but I get it. Uh, but other than that, man, um, no no lows. I expected a, a lot of people with BO here. Didn't happen either. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty surprised. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's definitely a different type of expo or convention, right? Like it's not, yeah, yes, there's stuff to sell, but it's more about the experience. It's more about getting involved in that. It is pretty much like being at a giant arcade. Now, I, I could be mistaken on this, but it does feel, the room does feel a little smaller than other years. So I, maybe that could be because of the pandemic or maybe just because I misremember it. But uh, I do know that there's a big focus on the Stern Pinball Championships, which is great. Uh, 
I, I feel like I've seen more pinball in the past too. I feel like the pinball is a little bit light this year. Maybe again, I just didn't see it as much. Did you feel like there was a lot of pinball? I, I felt there was okay, because so we had. I'm the, just misremembering it. Well, I think I think because we split up a little bit, and I yeah. think that you were you were in uh, one of the areas. Uh, saw some people that you know you were talking to because uh, there was a whole another wall of like pinball games that we didn't really spend too much time on. Uh, but I, I felt pinball is well representative represented. Um, the one thing that I was impressed though was some of the truly truly older uh, classic. Yeah pinball with again the 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 no digital uh readout just old like tachometer style scoring on there you wouldn't call that analog just so i know no uh analog tachometer you know you know very much to the mileage on on an old car it's like clicking and and whatnot it's all yeah definitely mechanical everything It, it was it was cool to see the evolution of the pinball machine i mean from that one to the Godzilla one that we saw, the Star Wars one that we saw with yeah. the lightsaber on there, um, you know, you could shoot, you could shoot the pinball and it hits a digital screen. The Death Star blows up. Like it was very impressive, but just to see like its incarnation, like the, the, where it came from, and it was pretty yeah. impressive. Um, something we forgot to mention, which we need to mention now, is you're playing Johnny Mnemonic, and somebody approached us afterwards, asking us what we thought of the game. Yes. And uh, now we thought he, or I think you initially thought he was a developer behind it, right? Right. Or programmer, I guess you would call him. Uh, something something related to the creation of that game, right. that pinball game. Uh, but 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 still, nonetheless, what he does is very cool. He wasn't that, but he actually restored the entire. I guess a lot of the, the a lot of components he restored. Yeah, the solenoids and the undercarriage of it, the mirror. Yes. Uh, just talking about the mirror that didn't just shine it up, and everything working. Mm-hmm. And I was really impressed. Yeah. Really impressed by that. Uh, and that, and uh, he gave us his handle to shout out. And his handle was that robot babysitter. Uh, and he's on TikTok, Twitter, and I believe that's it for now. He says he got some big stuff coming, so check him out. Because honestly, his work was impressive. So that robot babysitter on TikTok and Twitter, go check him out. Tell him Uncle Dad sent you. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll have some uh, pictures posted of the Johnny Mnemonic uh, pinball machine to ta- tag him in it too. Yeah, of course. You know what I was hoping for? Just in the spirit of our old friend Mike. But some sort of game that had Bruce Willis in it. Yeah, yeah. There was there was nothing uh, close to it, and I, I was looking for that too. I was actually looking for Die Hard Arcade. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh, that's got to be in here. That's like you know, classic version of. But no, wasn't was not there. Not even um, Dynamite Cop. Dynamite Cop wasn't even there. No, yeah. nothing. See, I guess that's what I feel like wasn't there a lot. I didn't see a lot of the beat 'em ups you call them, right? Yeah, there wasn't very much. I, yeah. I thought so too. I thought I'd see like Double Dragon yeah, or like Renegade or something. There wasn't really really much of that here. Yeah. Um, which is surprising because that was such a huge genre for a while. Yeah. It was like really big. And it's not a bad thing. I just think um, maybe this, because a lot of this is donated by collectors. So maybe they just don't want to have the collectors that have it, or maybe they just didn't want to donate this year. You yeah. Have to try. Um, what is very well represented that the last section we just checked out was the Japanese games. Yes. That was pretty cool to see, like, not even just like the rhythm games and like the, you were, you were playing, uh, we were both playing a version of. Bishibashi, bashi? yeah, bishi, bishibashi. Yes. yes. Now, have you have you played that before? I've never played bishibashi before. Have you heard of it? Uh, no. Oh, okay. But anybody who sees it can see this is a you know basically like a WarioWare style yeah. game. Yeah. Very easy to pick up and play. It tells you what to do. You hit the color, colored buttons in an order that yeah. you need to, and it's very simple to play yet challenging. Yes, and a lot of fun. Especially you can imagine like if we had these out here. Like drinking beers and just playing with your oh, friends, man. like it'd be so much a blast. fun. It's such a blast, and you don't see those that often in American arcades. And I think you should, because like you said, they're they're easy to pick up. They're also probably great for families too. So like yeah. have your family play it, you know. Um, but as a whole, 
it was so cool seeing the Japanese represented so well. Uh, you had I don't think you mentioned this on mic, but you talked about Astro City. Yes, the Astro City, Aero City, yeah. Yes, yeah, so arcade those, units. Those were like the most the ones like you would commonly see. I think in pop culture, the smaller sit down type arcade. Yep, yep, little sit down arcade machines that you can um, very popular in Japan. And uh, basically, what they are, they they're arcade unit that you can pretty much put any kind of arcade game in it. Um, there's multiples of them. You can you can link them up because they had one playing Street Fighter, another one playing Tetris. Yeah. And speaking of that, uh, Sega just released the the uh, Astro uh, Mini Five arcade mini arcade unit. Uh, I think today in Japan, uh, which you can get I think on PlayAsia.com, um, and it has uh, over I think 50 games on it right now. And a lot of those games are on that mini. Oh wow! So uh, you can kind of see what it looks like. Uh, but yeah, the real small arcade meant, meant for. Uh, people to either on their knees a lot of people play on their knees i believe it or not whenever i play like street fighter i usually play on my knees uh which i know it's weird uh but i'm just way more comfortable than looking up at the screen i have way more control of my you're, character you're more comfortable on your knees Got yeah it. and galaga <laughs> galaga too that's probably why they're bruised right now um uh, don't mention that <laughs> kids that. <laughs> kids listening please please excuse uh uncle dad um but yeah that, that was really cool and yeah. then um um, just and I was kind of describing to you like, hey, it has the earphone jacks on it, so you know you can go to the, some of these silent arcades. You could pop those uh, that headset in and play, and it's be completely quiet in the arcade just to respect other people. If you're in a quiet area, you can still have fun playing the arcade games. And the buttons are especially made too, so they don't make a lot of sound yeah, when you hit them. Yeah. Uh, and then I was I was showing Uncle Dad like something that's missing from a better time here in America. I'm, so, I'm just going to say it. I don't know about that, but okay. But uh, <laughs> on the right side of the uh, Astro Mini, it, it's sealed here, but in Japan, it slides yeah. out. It's a, little, it's a little ashtray. Now, I want to say something about that. You might be onto something for a specific industry. With cannabis becoming more popular and more mainstream, mm -hmm. what about, no, I don't think anybody's done this yet, and if you're still my idea, you better give Uncle Dad some credit. A cannabis arcade bar. So you're not drinking alcohol. You just, mm -hmm. you know, you smoke your, your pot while you're playing. You know what I like about this? Yeah, you know what I like about this? Is you would never have to save the, um, you would never have to put the uh, high scores on save because nobody would remember anyway. Right, right. <laughs> um, what else uh, is something that you... You can play Senta Weed. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, you, um, are you excited for... <sighs> Are you excited for the future of arcades after playing this? Does it make you want to go, man, I can't wait I don't to know see. if there is a future of arcades. I, I, I know, mean, man. it's, it's, they're present, but I mean, in your own city, in your own town, can you say there's multiple like true arcades? And I'm not talking restaurant with arcade games in it. I'm like talking about arcades yeah. and there's not. So I don't know if there's a future in arcades. You mean arcades don't count to you? I think there's future in arcade games being in certain areas that make sense, like bars, like like a Dave and Buster's. You can have that there. Sure. Um, something that the family can go to. So restaurant with arcade games, yeah. But actual old school true arcades where that was it. It was just an arcade, you know, with maybe a couple of snacks and a soda machine. I don't know if that's a, if that's a, a feasible now. That also sounds kind of shady. Well, it's, I think it's, it's just so expensive. Yeah, a little bit. You know, you're popping, I mean, if you, if you take into in account inflation, yeah. those games don't cost a quarter to play anymore. No, no. Especially with the energy and the, and the, and we, we saw some of these. How hot was it in yeah, there? Yeah, it was so hot in there. 
It is because some of these game, some of these uh, units, they weren't replaced with LCD monitors, LED monitors, or anything. They had still had the old CRT tubes, and these things were boiling. They've yes. been, and they're going to be going until two a.m. tonight. Yeah. Like, man, it might uh, have a fire watch going on, man, because <laughs> it was hot as hell in there. But, but I also imagine though too, like by it's about two a.m. I'm sure it's like almost nobody here, or at least not that many. But maybe I'm surprised. I don't know. I don't I know. know. Maybe that's when people start playing the Cinta Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, some things I wanted to mention that we didn't check out is that they actually also have a retro console room. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, to me, that doesn't seem like a, a good point for us because, you know, you have your retro gaming mm-hmm. room. Yeah. And it's very much a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, atop, uh, on the top area of the convention center, there's also a bunch of concerts going on. Uh, video game related concerts. DJ Bit was there and some other DJs were there and uh, other live music stuff. So when you come to California Extreme, it isn't just about playing arcade games, even though that's the heart. There is about connecting with your friends in all types of ways. There's even a room where you just jam out to Rock Band. Like, they have a large screen where you just jam out to Rock Band. Nice. So there's definitely something for everybody here, um, and I definitely can't recommend checking it out enough, especially here in the area. And if you're not in the area, you should make the flight down here because it's totally worth it if you love arcades. Yep. Like no man does. I'm sure if you lived far away and you knew you could come, you would come down. Yeah, especially and, and I really have to stress the pinball aspect to it. Yes. Yeah. If you're if you're an old school pinball fan, man, like like Stallone was in Copland, you gotta come down. Wow, what a cut. Hey. What a deep cut. Hey. You gotta, you gotta mention Stallone, man. You do. You Mike do. wasn't here, so <laughs> there's no Bruce Willis. We gotta have some Stallone. Oh, man. So you got Bruce Willis. Or sorry, he got Bruce Willis. You got Stallone. Who do I have then? Um, Mini Driver. Oh, not Kevin Smith, I guess. No. <laughs> no, no, not that guy. Um, yeah, so that that was our very first live episode together. How does it feel to do a live show? It's a lot. It, it's a little bit of pressure, but not really. I mean, I was... If I was a little zoned out, it's because I was I was kind of overwhelmed, man. When I came in here, I, I mean, it was yeah, it was I, I was like, tell. wow, yeah, was, uh, yeah. it's a, it's a lot when you walk in, especially when it's your first time. You're just like, <gasps> it's like going to Vegas for the first time. You're like, yeah, what and, is and, going? <laughs> and, and some people can see this stuff for the first time yes. and still be overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed because of both. There's games I've never seen in arcades before that I knew about, but never seen them up close. And there's again these ones that took me back to my childhood that I haven't seen since then. So it was a lot of nostalgia. And a lot of like, hey, I played this game. Was it as good as I remember? Hell no. A lot of them just like really <laughs> sucked. But it was fun to play. And it just just to play it, an arcade stand-up version of Star Castle again, that was my highlight. Now I got to awesome. go back. That was my highlight of the day, man. Awesome, man. And I and I killed uh, I killed the uh, Star Castle. I killed the uh, whatever the guy is in the middle. I killed him. I got him. That's awesome, man. That's such a great thing to hear. And I, you know what's funny is that you kind of said it the best. It's like recapturing part of your childhood. It's mm-hmm. like, you know what? This is such a fun memory of mine, and I got to relive that again. There was two things, though, that didn't, I wanted to show you, and then you weren't here. Polybius was not here. Uh, the, uh, the arcade game, the, the, you know, the one that apparently kills you. That oh, yes, here. right, right. Yeah, that wasn't here. And then the incredibly rare Primal Rage 2. Mm. Uh, they had that uh, a few years ago, and I guess they didn't bring it back this year. But I wanted to show you that one because uh, you can see why it didn't, it didn't come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, as we wrap it up, uh, I need to ask you, are you open to doing more live shows in the future? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do any interviews, and I think I kind of like that. I think I like, you know, the interviewing, I think, might be mine and Mike's thing. I think here it's about the experience and about giving, you know, kind of like the insider vibe in gaming. You know your games very well, sir. Don't shoot yourself short. You know them very well. Thank you. Um, yeah, the interview didn't really uh, bug me too much because you always it, it's always the awkward on the spot kind of stuff, too, where sure. we're like, hey can you do an interview with us? And, and we, we had probably a chance to do one today. Yes, yeah. 
Um, but uh, we passed up uh, respectfully. They, they were talking to somebody else yeah. and looked like they were getting ready to uh, either have lunch or something. So yeah. we, we, we passed it up. But uh, you never know. In the future, maybe. Yeah, in the future, yes, indeed. Well, as always, everybody, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for uh, continuing to support the show. Uh, by this point, when you hear this, uh, hear a couple of announcements. If you don't know this yet, I will be at uh, Stockton Con with uh, Mr. Mike. You may even see Mr. Nomad there. Who knows? Maybe I'll be there. Who come by, say hi. You're going to see other people from the Uncle Dad universe there. So please come check it out. Uh, that is going to be August 12th and 13th, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah. We were very excited to keep doing this. Uh, it's kind of funny. I think this is episode five, so we went back to the well. But we did it in person, and I think it does change it when you see the arcade machines and you talk about the artwork and you yeah. experience rather than just like talking about the memories of it. Yeah, and again, we're going to have a lot of pictures of these on our uh, on the on the site, so you yes. guys can look at them. Possibly even some videos too. Yes, yes, absolutely. So yeah, any last words, sir? Uh, thanks for having me. This was a blast. Uh, I hope uh, all of our listeners can really truly uh, go to an event like this even if you're really not too much into um, even if you're not truly uh, too much into binball or arcade uh, or never seen it it's it's good to see kind of where this stuff came from and, and why it was such a, a phenomenon I think everybody will get it especially the young ones we got a lot you know you know multiple generations now that never been to an arcade you know that probably never seen an actual pinball game or this kind of aspect and I think in something as grand as this, it puts it in perspective how big it really was at one time. Because yeah. you can go into a, you know, a, 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 a laundromat, laundromat and see one yeah. one game, you know, or there's a there's an old beat up Donkey Kong over here yeah. or at school. Yeah. But when you see them lined up like that and hundreds of people playing at one time, that, it's just great to see. Yeah. Uh, you know what, man? Like you said it great because it's right. It's like you create that experience of going into the arcade for the first time. Like such a well, well, well said. Um, yeah. So uh, remember, thank you so much for having us, uh, California Extreme. Please go to CaliforniaExtreme.org or just Google California Extreme and you'll find everything you need. Or and go to their Instagram, California Extreme Org. Uh, truly a one of a kind of event. I, I think more cities need to have events like this uh, that blend both pinball and arcade together. Uh, so, yeah. And of course, you can follow uh, Retro Gaming Nomad at instagram retro gaming nomad all one all one word well yeah nice and easy and of course uh you can follow us at uncle dad talks and of course follow our good friend mike hampton art at mike hampton art and uh yes everybody we will see you soon and as always peace love game on game on